Hello, everybody. Welcome to Women Talk Podcast. You are back with your host, Jabri, and this is episode number four. We are going to jump straight into the tip of the day, and that is baby steps. Goals can look super scary, especially if you dream super big. And I just want everybody to remember to take baby steps. Some days will be for acquiring knowledge. Some days will be for strategizing. Some days will be for taking small action. Some days will be for reviewing and reflection. Some days will be for consulting other people. And some days will be for rest. But all of those days are important and they're they're all going to get you to your goal at the end of the day. So, you know, 12 really tiny steps is bigger than zero fat steps. So I feel like go ahead and take those 12 baby steps. Do what you need to do to get yourself closer to your goal every day. And by the time you look up, you'll be there before you know it. And I feel like that goes with almost any goal that you have in life. All right, so now we're going to jump into the what's going on in the world segment. And that's honestly going to be more so like what's going on in my world because the news has been slow lately, which I'm not mad at. Everybody's behaving to my knowledge, but yeah, we're just going to talk about my week, <laughs> to be honest. And that's also been pretty boring. Um, Next week, though, I'm going to be starting my new life. I'll tell you all what that consists of after I actually do it so that I don't look like a fool. But yeah, this week was cool. I accomplished some important stuff, got a lot of stuff done, did a lot of mental work, as always, had some good conversations. Um, Yeah, I'm making chili tonight, and that's going to be as soon as I hop off of this mic, I am making chili. It's actually pretty late. It's Thursday night, and I typically record on like Thursday I guess I'll say Thursday evening. It's still Thursday night, but it's just a little bit earlier um, because I usually get off work at like five on Thursdays. But unfortunately, today I got off at the regular time, which is 830. So what time is it right now? It is 934 and I am recording a podcast. And then after that, I'm going to go cook dinner. So I'm trying to get this done, not not rushing us or anything like that, but I am trying to get this done because this is not the usual time I would be recording, but I do like to record on Thursdays because I like things to be pretty current, like I like things in my life to be current, and I like things in pop culture, and if I'm watching something on TV to be current, speaking of watching stuff on TV... I know I was supposed to be keeping up with Love is Blind, but they lost me, y'all. I couldn't even make it to the to, to the terrible reunion that everybody is talking about. Like, they actually really, really lost me. So let me know if there's something actually worth watching. Because, um, yeah, if there is something worth watching with in that season or the reunion, then I'll do it. And I know y'all were talking a lot about it, but let me know if I actually and really should waste my time watching that. Because as you can see, I get off work pretty late. So should I spend my couple of hours that I get to be awake watching Love is Blind for real? Or should I just trash it like I did before? <clears throat> 
something that I have been watching. Um, and I think there's only two episodes out. If there's not, then I'll watch the third one when I get right off of here. But I have been watching College Hill and I really enjoy that show just because it's actually super duper funny, in my opinion. Like, I don't know why it's just funny to watch all, all these random individuals just be in this house and really act like they care about going to college like that's the funny part I think it's hilarious that they really have to act like they care about being in college because I know they they let me not speak for them but they (laughs) they don't care about being in college um I'm gonna speak on I guess everybody on the the um cast I'll try and speak on everybody. On some people, I really don't have an opinion. And that's just because they ain't really giving me nothing. But, yeah, there's uh, Amber Rose is on there. Amber Rose, she's not really giving me anything yet. I will say she's had some funny moments. Like, sometimes she'll say some stuff and it's supposed to be, like, really serious. And she's supposed to have, like, a, a point and be making a point. But it's just funny, in my opinion. Um... Ray J. Ray J was on the last season of College Hill and he didn't even end up finishing. And that's what is given this season already because he was sleep missing class. Sleep, not missing class, but late for class, I think. Like, how you going to come back and say you done did a 360 and changed everything around and you were sleeping missing class? Because I'm pretty sure that's literally what he did on the last season. But anyway, um, Orion is on there. Omarion's brother. I hate to describe him like that, but Janaiko's baby daddy. Like, I don't know. <laughs> Orion is on there. He's boring, if I'm being completely honest with you. I don't really have anything to say about Orion. Um, yeah, Quay is on there. I don't got nothing to say about Quay either. Ain't really been doing much for me, but this is episode two, so I'm not going to judge anybody too harshly. Iman Shumpert is there. Don't seem like he going to do too well in school. He done already missed the first day of school or something like that. Got Ryan taking notes for him. Don't know how that's going to work too well, but, you know, get it how you live. Um, Parker McKenna is on there. You know, actually, (laughs) I'm going to have to admit this. So I had my first kind of podcast faux pas where it stopped recording for me for a few minutes. Luckily, it was only for a few minutes, maybe like a minute or two. But I was about to talk about everybody on this show and not even mention her because these people are so boring so far. Like, I need a little bit of excitement but Parker McKenna is on there as well and um she's roommates with Jocelyn I will you know what I'm gonna speak to that after I speak about um Jocelyn and Tiffany Pollard so they're both on there they got into a little argument about Tiffany Pollard's dog dying and her describing it as her or her uh, referring to her dog as her daughter and Jocelyn thinking her real daughter died and like consoling her for that and then actually finding out that it was her dog and getting mad (laughs) that she consoled her for it and telling her like she wouldn't have hugged her and she wouldn't have said anything if she knew that it was a dog which is 
just funny to me. Like the whole scene was funny. The the entire thing was really, really funny. But um I get both of their sides. Jocelyn was saying, like, why would y'all buy dogs? Y'all are weird as fuck buying dogs, knowing that they're gonna die fifteen years later. Da, 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 da. And you know what? Me as a dog owner, I understand. I get it. Why would I buy a dog? Why would I? Knowing that it's literally going to die. But, you know, whatever. So, um, yeah, Parker McKenna is a roommate with Jocelyn. And after they had that argument, Jocelyn was mad in the room, I guess. So she had the door locked and that was Parker's room, too. And she was like, Jocelyn's not letting me in. She has me locked out. And she was basically telling everybody like what the issue was like she had told multiple people multiple times and jocelyn had knocked her out of the room but was not telling jocelyn which was strange to me like why are you telling everybody but jocelyn that jocelyn you you have a problem with her but anyway um yeah that's my opinion on everybody so far hopefully i hit everybody i believe i did Amber Rose and Jocelyn are supposed to argue on um, the next episode, I think. So, yeah, I'm kind of excited to see, like, what happens. Just because I know this shit is really very, very, very much a setup. So, the little setup arguments are funny for me. Mm, cute to watch. Um... Yeah, my sister's going to prom this weekend on Saturday, so that's exciting. I can't wait to get to see her off to prom. That's crazy that at this point, both of my mom's kids are grown and about to be out of her house. Uh, my sister is six years younger than me, so it was a long time coming, but yep, everybody's about to be grown and up out the house. Okay, so now we are going to move on to the Seek Therapy segment of the podcast. This week, I have a question from a friend. And I'm going to answer the question a little more generally than, um, you know, she asked it. But I think I can speak to it more generally just because I've had the situation happen to me and it wasn't the specific situation that my friend has going on. So I'm going to answer the question just in a more general way. So the question is, should I speak to my toxic mother? So um, like I said, I have some personal experience on this topic. And I won't say that my mother is toxic, but I will say that she was toxic and I will say it helped also that we don't live together any longer so I don't have to experience everything that she has going on and I don't know how toxic she is all the time just simply because I don't live there anymore I live in my own world um so I guess my answer to the question of should I speak to my toxic mother is honestly an answer that I hate to hear for every question that I have, but it is the answer to most questions. And it is, you know, whether you should speak to her or not. And even if you don't know whether you should or shouldn't, it really is just whether you want to or you don't. You have to decide whether having a relationship with your mother 
is more important than your peace because it could get there where maybe she doesn't respect you and doesn't want to go along with the things that I'll tell you about a little bit later in this segment. And you may have to choose y'all relationship over your peace. But if you're not that type of person, then, you know, maybe you shouldn't speak to your toxic mother. But I'll say if you want to, if you decide that you do want to have a relationship with your mother, these are the things that specifically helped me. And um, even if I didn't have to do everything that I'm speaking about, I have, you know, friends that have been through the situations. And these are just things that help when dealing with toxic people in general. Oh, and I also received a request to speak on generational curses. And I also felt like this kind of spoke to that topic. So that's also why I wanted to speak on it. I really didn't want to speak on this topic because it was so personal to me. And um, I kind of want to warm up with y'all a little bit before I start getting so personal because I don't know y'all like that and y'all don't know me like that. So if you don't know what generational curses are, it's a habit or behavior that passes from one generation to the next. And I feel like in order to break generational curses is to end toxic patterns by addressing past trauma that has gone on within yourself really but that has gone on within your family and I feel like that kind of goes hand in hand with dealing with a toxic parent because they probably didn't address the trauma in their past head on which is why they've passed something down to you and you've probably called them out and now you feel like your relationship is like super volatile when it was always that way but um yeah, I'll say if you're you're the person you want to speak to is just volatile, they're just like mad all the time, and y'all just had a little situation, I would give it some time, you know, let everybody cool off. You know the person that you're speaking to better than I do. So, you know, give everybody some time. Let them reach out to you if they have to, but just give it a second. Give yourself enough time to where you feel like you can come back to them and speak to them calm you know reach out if you if they haven't reached out and you're ready to open that door back up I would say reach out be calm be kind because nobody is going to respond to honestly nobody's going to respond well to the way that you really feel and that sucks to hear but that's just the reality nobody is going to respond well to your true feelings so we have to Go ahead and wrap them up with a little bow. Make sure we're saying what we mean. But wrap them up with a little bow and, you know, present them to people. Because it's never going to go well if you just give them the raw emotion. And that it doesn't go well when they give you the raw emotion. Again, that can be toxic. Um, but, yeah. I would also, you know, suggest maybe therapy. Maybe suggest you all have a better, you know, if you know a better means of conversation for for y'all, then by any means. But y'all probably aren't able to have a calm conversation if you're in that stage where your relationship is super toxic. Um, even, Even if you are able to have a calm conversation, you're probably not able to have a productive conversation because people are probably shutting down and not giving you the best of what they have. So yeah, I would 
always suggest therapy again because seek therapy, but yeah, if they aren't receptive to you suggesting therapy and you trying to be kind and nice, I think that's when you decide to set that boundary for yourself. You decide to say, all right, well, if you don't want to go to therapy, if you don't want to do that thing that I asked you to do, I can't speak to you. And you repeat the process. You don't speak to them for a while and you come back around if you again, if you want that relationship. But what I feel like happens is you can do that as many times as you want to. But if the person isn't reciprocating after a while, the bond is going to break. It's going to become so thin that it breaks and you try what you can. So, you know, that's what I would recommend. If you want to speak to your toxic mother, speak to her. But have a plan, go in there strategic, don't just go in there willy nilly and know what your boundaries are and know what you're willing to accept and what you're not. That topic was a little bit, (laughs) oh, you know what I will say as well? Happy Mother's Day. That was just this past Sunday. Happy Mother's Day. Shout out to all the mothers out there. I will say some mothers are toxic. And some mothers are great and some mothers are both. I just so happen to have one that has treated me both ways throughout my life. And I love my mother. Amazing. I saw her today. She stopped by my job today, actually, um, or yesterday, actually. And I was so happy to see her. But um, yeah, shout out to the moms. I know that job is a hard one to do and you're always going to mess up. So I never want to seem like I'm bashing moms or anything like that I just know toxicity needs to be addressed and if you don't address it we go back into generational crisis and since we got a little bit heavier with the seek therapy portion of today's podcast I wanted to make the topic of the podcast just a little bit lighter we're gonna discuss some of your favorite black twitter debates what my opinion is on them. Do I have an opinion on them? How do I feel? How do you feel? I really want to know how you all feel. Like the people that I know personally. Oh, I cannot wait to ask about this because I really want to know how y'all feel about some of these. Some of these, I really don't care. They don't, they don't phase me. But the last one I'm going to talk about, uh, I have an opinion. So the first debate it's dinner with Jay-Z or $100,000. Now, in this economy, I think it was just officially announced that we're in a recession, if I'm not mistaken. In this economy, you bet your bottom dollar that I'm going to take $100,000. Jay-Z is cool. Now, wait, wait, wait. Is Beyonce there? She's not there. She's not there. They would have said she was there. It would have been dinner with Beyonce at this point. No. I really just, I, I think I want the 100000 Um, Unless Jay-Z has a, a briefcase in the back with 500000 in it, I want the 100000 I don't, I'm not a businessman. Um, <laughs> I don't have a pitch. I don't have anything to sell to Jay-Z. He's not going to hear me out. I don't have a song. There was, there would be no reason for me to have dinner with Jay-Z over a hundred thousand dollars liquid cash in my hand. So I'm going with a hundred thousand on that one. If I'm wrong, 
Let me know why. Now, this is, I don't know if this is a black, no, this is a black debate. This is a black debate. Drums versus flats. Y'all, I like both. I'm sorry. I like both. As long as it's crispy, give me both. Um, I'd prefer a flat because they can get that a little crispier, a little easier. I feel like they, they have a harder time getting drums crispy for some reason. And crisp is the most important piece to me. But, yeah, I'll take a flat for the crispiness. But I like both. Sometimes when the drums have that little crispy that little crispy piece that's like hanging off, it, it really does something to me. It's the crispiness for me. <laughs> that was easy. So we're going to move on to the next one. Who sits in the front seat of the car? Your mom or your girlfriend? I feel like this is crazy because I'm just not going to make your mom get in the back seat of the car. I'm not about to make her get her OS up and get in the back seat. We're old at this point. So your mom has to be old. You think I'm going to make her get up and get in the back seat of the car? The back seat is for is 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 for kids. I'm so sorry. And in this situation, I'm the kid. Unless I want to drive, your mom's gonna get the front seat, and that's just how I feel about it. Two hundred dollar dates. So when I was looking up the debates for this one, I just kept seeing two hundred dollar dates with the question mark. So I guess it should dates be two hundred dollars. And again, in this economy easily date could run you $200 I can spend $200 going out to eat alone easily should every day cost $200 no should your first date cost $200 maybe maybe I don't know I don't I don't unless that's too steep for your pockets then no if it's if if you don't have $200 then no if you have $400, then no. But if you if you have, you know, enough money to spend $200 on the date, then I can't see why $200 would be too much for a date. Again, I, I can spend $150 out to eat alone. So add a couple more drinks to that. There we go. Oh, 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 oh. Here we go. Here we go, y'all. And the last one. Is do we split the bill equally or 50-50, you know, when we go out to eat with our friends? Or do we get split the bill by item or by person? I feel very strongly on this topic because personally, I feel like if you want me to split the bill equally or 50-50, you're strange. Why you want me to pay for something I didn't get? Now, if the bill is totaling out to just about 50-50, then cool. You know, if we got the same amount of food and your food costs a couple dollars extra or like, you know, like $5 extra, $10 extra. Okay, sister, you know, I can pay that. That's fine. Why would I need to? I don't know, except for, for convenience, unless... The um, restaurant just doesn't split bills like halfway, but I don't, I've never really seen that. I've never really seen the restaurant say, I don't split the bill between two people. So, um, 
Unless the restaurant don't split the bill halfway, then cool. We can split it half if our food comes out to a amount that's similar. But if it doesn't, why am I paying for your food at that point? At that point, I'm just going to pay for your food. I'm the type of friend that if if literally I'm just going to pay for your food if I want to pay for your food. We're not we're not splitting things. If there's six girls at the table and I came late and got a drink and you think we're all splitting it equally by six, you've lost your mind. What are you, are you trying to steal from me? What's wrong? with that? Now I'm looking at you funny because why would you even want me to pay for your food like that? I don't get it. Doesn't make sense to me. But yeah, that was, <laughs> that's been today's podcast. Hopefully I don't sound too tired because it is late. It's 10.09 now. I am going to go cook my chili and lay down and get up for work tomorrow. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I've really been having fun recording these. I can't wait to get in the next week's episode. And yeah, good night.